In the midst of all this chaos, it's essential to remember the importance of being present. Being present means fully engaging in the present moment without distractions or preoccupations. It's about being mindful of our surroundings, our thoughts, and our feelings. While it may seem like a small thing, being present can have a significant impact on your health and well-being. Sounds so simple, right? Well, once you begin practicing and having the tools to get you through your spiraling thoughts, it really is simple. Welcome to the Life is a Healing Journey podcast by yours truly, Anushka with a C. This podcast explores how you can create a true healthy lifestyle and live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance by healing and balancing your mind, body, spirit. If you are someone that's been dealing with disharmony in any area of your life and you are committed to seeking harmony, this podcast is for you. Let's start healing. Today's podcast is focused on the mind piece of mind, body, spirit. Have you heard the saying, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. Well, it's true. When you are living in the now, not thinking about past experiences or future events, being fully present to the beauty around you, you will experience silence internally and be at peace. The difference between us humans and other mammals is that we continue to think about past and future events. We have intellect and logic, whereas animals are incapable of reasoning and are more so motivated by their instincts. So you and I will get sucked into a past event and feel all the feels as if it's happening right now. The human conscious mind has a limited processing capacity compared to our subconscious mind. It averages 40 bits of info per second, whereas our subconscious mind has an expanded processing capacity and can process thousands of events at a time, averaging 40 million bits of info per second versus just 40 bits of info. That's a huge, significant difference. The subconscious mind is timeless and thinks literally, although storing past experiences and beliefs. The processing is always in the present time, unlike our conscious mind, where experts estimate that the mind thinks between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day, which is an average of 2,500 to 33 thoughts per hour. And on average, people live on autopilot from their subconscious mind 95 to 99% determined by some experts, leaving only 5% from the conscious mind, if that, until you create more awareness. The more conscious you are, the more you are in control of your thoughts. It is very difficult for those that have been on autopilot for most of their lives to meditate, for instance. Quieting that mind seems impossible. I remember when I first learned about quieting the mind at a three-day seminar in 2015, I thought there is absolutely no way that that would be possible. My mind was always racing with what felt like hundreds of thoughts at a time, which is probably accurate. And then it happened. Silence. The last day in the afternoon, towards the end, I experienced no chatter. I couldn't believe it. I was in control and I was able to keep my mind quiet. 
Shortly after the seminar, I started meditating, which seemed impossible before the seminar. And honestly, I never wanted to attempt it. And it was still difficult at the beginning. And for the first couple of months or so, I made myself sit with the uncomfortable and continue to follow all kinds of guided meditation, thanking my thoughts for coming, of course, then putting them into a golden bucket. And then one day I finally was able to get into that meditative state. Silence. It's when the brain goes into theta waves, a state between wakefulness and sleep and relates to the subconscious mind. And as I mentioned earlier, the subconscious mind's processing is in present time. So during this state, your mind quiets down completely. And for some, messages may come through, giving answers to questions that have remained unanswered for a period of time. It used to take me 20 minutes or even more to get to this state, which now I understand why they say meditate for at least 20 minutes to get you to that meditative state for those theta waves to kick in. That's when reprogramming happens of the subconscious mind. But now it's much quicker for me. And when I do meditate, I no longer time myself. I just allow myself to experience the presence throughout the meditation, which then transforms into my day. Now, there will be more on meditation during a spirit episode. For now, let's get back to being present and living in the now. Being present is about being fully aware and engaged with the current moment without worrying about the past or future. It is a state of mindfulness that allows us to experience life in a deeper and more meaningful way. By being present, we can fully appreciate the beauty of the world around us, connect more deeply with our loved ones, and find greater peace and happiness and joy and love and all of the high vibes in our own lives. One of the key aspects of being present is learning to let go of distractions and external stimuli that can pull us out of the moment. This includes things like social media, work emails, other emails, distractions of all kinds that can take our attention away from the present moment. By setting aside these distractions and making a conscious effort to be fully present, we can improve our focus, reduce stress, and feel more grounded and centered. And it's not about going cold turkey and going straight to chitter-chatter to being fully present, which I've seen many attempt to do. It truly is about checking to see what your priorities are, setting those priorities, and then being aware of the mindless scrolling you may be doing on social media, how you're being on autopilot with other distractions, and really catching yourself every moment of the day. Don't get me wrong, I do that at times too. However, I've become more aware and now when I have higher priorities and find myself mindlessly scrolling, I hear this voice that's constantly telling me, you're wasting time, stop it, you're done, no more, come back to this later, you're wasting time. And it seems like this broken record until I finally stop. And it seems that happens a lot quicker these days than it used to, right? Stop the mindless scrolling within five minutes max at this point. Another important aspect of being present is learning to cultivate a sense of gratitude for the present moment. This means taking the time to appreciate the small things in life, like a beautiful sunset, oh, my favorite, especially over the water at a beach, 
a delicious meal, or a kind word from a friend, or even a flower that you see growing outside of your yard. By focusing on the positive aspects of the present moment, we can cultivate a sense of joy and contentment that can carry us through even the most challenging times. Being present also means learning to be more mindful of our own thoughts and emotions. This includes learning to observe our thoughts without judgment and practicing mindfulness meditation to help us develop greater self-awareness and emotional regulation, as I mentioned earlier. By learning to be more mindful of our thoughts and emotions, we can better manage stress, improve our relationships, and cultivate a deeper sense of self-awareness. Ultimately, being present is an ongoing practice that requires patience, discipline, and a willingness to let go of distractions and external stimuli without making yourself wrong when you do so. Sometimes we get self-critical because we didn't get it right or we're not doing it perfectly. And compassion becomes the key, giving yourself the grace, not making yourself wrong when you aren't being fully present. At the end, we're all human and we have past and future experiences and events and we will go there at times and that's okay. It's a matter of creating that awareness and catching yourself more and more every day. And as we go about our busy lives, it can be easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of our daily routine. But by making conscious effort to be fully present in our lives, we can experience greater joy, peace, and fulfillment in all aspects of our lives. We often find ourselves multitasking, juggling various responsibilities, and trying to cram as much as possible into our already packed schedules. However, in the midst of all this chaos, it's essential to remember the importance of being present. Being present means fully engaging in the present moment without distractions or preoccupations. It's about being mindful of our surroundings, our thoughts, and our feelings. While it may seem like a small thing, being present can have a significant impact on your health and well-being. Sounds so simple, right? Well, once you begin practicing and having the tools to get you through your spiraling thoughts, it really is simple. And having grace with yourself, of course, too. Being present is what got me through the brain tumor journey, much easier than had I not done personal transformation work beforehand. From going to the MRI and being escorted to the ER without any reason as to why, I just know that being present is really what saved me. I remember even saying, I need to stay present. What's worrying going to do? Worrying is not going to do me any good. So I kept in that present moment and just allowed myself to wait until the doctor called me to show the scan. And throughout my entire time in the ICU, pre and post surgery, I stayed present. Well, most of it, other than a couple of times at the hospital, really. Actually, the first night after surgery was one of the times that I remember spiraling. I was on all kinds of drugs, obviously, coming out of surgery and was having all kinds of thoughts. When the night ICU nurse was changing out my head bandage, he mentioned I had four titanium plates on my skull. 
Well, I did not know this was going to be the case. I was completely clueless about anything to do with brain surgery and honestly only recently looked up what titanium plates in the school even look like. After he left, I couldn't fall asleep right away. I Probably the drugs, the steroids, who knows? And I remember having all this spiraling chatter in this bad neighborhood between my ears. The seminars I attended back in 2015, 2016 would refer to the negative thoughts that we have as the bad neighborhood between your ears. And it, this just stuck with me. Now, mine is a good neighborhood. And even I'd like to think of it as a magical one. I start now going back. I started thinking I'm disabled now. Those were the thoughts I was having that I'm just, I must be disabled now. I'm abnormal with these titanium plates. I'm going to be judged and laughed at and blah, 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 blah. I don't even know what thoughts were coming up. It, it, it was pretty scary uh, from what I remember. No wonder they say bad neighborhood because they, they seemed like very scary thoughts at the time. And then thankfully, I somehow realized I was spiraling and I caught myself and I immediately stopped. And I, sh I switched it to, nope, I got this. Everything's fine. I just need to sleep. I started breathing, taking deep breaths. And now I look back and think of it as like, oh, wow, no, I'm just, I'm a bionic woman, baby. You know, that's it. I'm bionic. And why not? Like all this, all the technology these days is making a huge difference for a lot of us. Some of it is a bit scary and I'm not going to get into all that, but some is amazing. And it's what allowed me to have this healthy lifestyle at this point now, right? Now, back to the hospital. I went back to being present after having this realization that I'm spiraling. And then I was moved out of ICU into another room to continue healing. And I remember a random doctor. It was just the one of the doctors that would walk the floors checking on all the patients stopped by to check on me. He started talking about all the possibilities, including the worst case scenarios of chemo and radiation without even knowing what my diagnosis was. And I remember I started crying and initially not sure if this was because I was angry or scared. Now looking back though, I feel like it must've been both because I was so focused on healing and being present that this is the last thing I wanted to hear. I did not want to think about the worst case scenario. Why the hell would anyone want to hear that? Why would anyone want to even share that information at the time of healing? Yes, eventually that was the case. But when in the hospital and I'm unable to even walk around, this is not something a patient wants to hear. Thankfully, I was able to move past that quickly. I cried out whatever was there. and. He didn't come back again. So it was, again, back to being present and having some magical dreams and visions about future and about myself and about who I am going to be and really about this rebirth that I was having. So I, I continued staying present again and I was discharged from the hospital and had to wait six weeks for the pathology report. And still I stayed present constantly envisioning the best outcome. And even though that wasn't the case, that was still what I was envisioning. And I continued to receive messages from friends and loved ones constantly during those six weeks asking me if I've received the report on a daily basis. Now, of course, it was really sweet showing their 
love. But on the other hand, there was a lot of concern and constantly asked me, why is it taking so long? This isn't a good sign and whatnot, which a bit of advice for anyone out there, please don't do that to anyone. I guide my clients to create a love bubble and really to allow only those with love to be around them and surround them, having loving thoughts, not thoughts of worry and concern. So please, I ask of you, do not share your concern with anyone in your life that's dealing with something tough. You're actually doing them more harm. And mindset is essential during such a delicate time. Being present is what allowed me to minimize my stress, have tons of gratitude, especially around being alive. And I was able to get through the year and a half better than most, I believe. It's also what's allowing me to get through this fertility journey. Of course, I still have all the emotions, but I do not get sucked into the emotions for long periods of time. It's to the point that even Ashkan sometimes thinks I'm suppressing my emotions when in fact, that's not what I'm doing at all. I actually allow myself to feel the feelings and I'm reprogramming my subconscious mind through Psyche, releasing these emotions during that protocol and getting to a place of peace and non-attachment consistently. This is what allows me to stay present and not get distracted by all the past events or concern for future. Here are just a few reasons why being present is so important for our health and what you can actually take on in terms of your own life. It reduces stress. When we're constantly multitasking and we're worrying about the future, our bodies are in a constant state of stress. This can lead to a whole host of health problems, including high blood pressure, heart disease, anxiety, and so much more. By being present in the moment, we can reduce our stress levels and improve our overall well-being. When we're in stress mode, the immune system shuts down. There will be more on this on a body episode. Also, it improves our relationships. When we're constantly distracted or preoccupied, we're not fully engaged in our relationships with others. We all see it these days. People out at dinner, everyone on their own phone. What's the point of even being out to dinner together, right? Might as well just go out to eat on your own. It's creating that relationship with one another where you are with each other, quality time, putting those phones face down. Otherwise, this can lead to misunderstandings, miscommunications, disconnection from one another. There's no quality time there. By being present and fully engaged, we can improve our relationships and deepen our connections with others, really get curious about one another's lives. Another benefit, it enhances our creativity. When we're fully present in the moment, we are more likely to tap into our creative abilities. This is because we're not distracted by outside influences or worrying about the future. By being present, we can tap into our inner creativity and come up with new and innovative ideas. And another one, it improves our overall well-being. Being present can have a positive impact on our physical and mental health. By reducing stress, improving our relationships, and enhancing our creativity, we can improve our overall well-being and lead to happier, healthier, joyous 
lives full of love. Being present is an essential part of maintaining good health. So the next time you find yourself getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life or spiraling on past or future events, take a deep breath and remind yourself to be present. Your mind, body, spirit will thank you for it. And your mindset will be much better off. And now for the practice area to integrate into your life. Wear a bracelet you normally don't wear or change the bracelet from one wrist to the other or a rubber band even, or you can even switch your watch from one wrist to the other. Maybe wear a ring you never wear or switch it to another finger in order for you to get present every time you look at it because it's something new and it will catch your attention. It takes 21 days to create a new habit. I prefer to say 30. And when you continue to practice anything for that long, it becomes second nature. Subscribe to not miss next week's episode focused on the body. Thank you for listening to Life is a Healing Journey podcast. You are here to peel and heal one layer at a time to live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance while embracing a life filled with love, joy, and peace. If you are in disharmony in any area of your life and truly desire to be in harmony and committed to elevating your health and well-being, I'm one click away. Find me at healingwithanushka.com. And remember, that's Anushka with a C. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones. Get your healing on. Until next time.